0: You're listening to episode 112 of the IDRA Class Notes podcast. Student interactive notebooks are designed for students to actually engage with the learning. That's what makes it dynamic. And dynamic not because they copy things off of the board, but rather they engage with their peers. If you scaffold it, then you give students opportunities to engage in academic conversations to build on the knowledge and then record it in your notebook so that you have evidence of that, which helps your English language learners building not only their academic language, but their social language because they're engaging with their peers.
1: Well, let me say hello to everyone, and I'm glad to have you back with us. Uh, It is a delight once again for me to have asked Paula Johnson and Veronica Betancourt to come back and talk to us about science and math. We're going to be focusing today on a particular aspect of science that involves scaffold and spiral language and science instruction for increased comprehension and literacy development. We're going to find out what that actually means. But I'm particularly interested in having them talk to us today about visual interpretation in science. It's an article that they have um, or will be uh, presenting in the IDRA newsletter in the August issue. And But I wanted to talk to them about these strategies for English language learners, particularly in this area of visual interpretation in science. So let me say hello to the both of you, Paula and Veronica.
0: Hello, Hello. Dr. Scott.
1: And it's good to have you both back. It seems like we keep coming together around these issues of math and science. They are critically important as we are moving forward as a nation, and I thought it would be particularly good for you to talk to us about some of these uh, important notions as we um, continue to talk about the importance of math and science learning, and particularly math and science for English language learners in our public schools. Uh, I know that this strategy is taken from the Science Instructional Strategies for English Learners, a guide for elementary and secondary grades uh, that IDRA produced, but I wanted specifically to ask you both to give us a sense of what this issue, this topic is about and, and what we should be focusing in on as we move into a brand new school year. Who wants to get started?
0: Well, Dr. Scott, thank you for having us both. As always, it's such a pleasure to be with Paula. One of the things that we wanted to really hone in on is the really non-negotiable importance of using visuals in the classroom as a platform for learning, Um, not as a reference point, not as an afterthought, not as something to accompany some kind of instructional piece that is for students to read and interpret, but rather as as a focal point that is used in conjunction with the learning that is taking place in the classroom and and the difference between that is is a focus of the students is the ability for students to recognize that the visual is used to extrapolate data and information that will help them to understand whatever problem they're trying to solve um whatever they're trying to learn so that it reinforces that learning for them
1: and Paula let me ask you as far as English learners are concerned What is critical here around uh, the kinds of uh, things that the Veronica has just been talking about?
2: Well, the way we acquire knowledge is, you know, based on what we already know. And so our pre-assessment of students to find out what their thoughts are or what their understandings are of a particular topic prior to instruction is helpful for us to assess where they are in their learning. So, for example, in a math class, if you are going into a new topic of a particular graph, it would be helpful to use a visual of a new graph and then have the students, all of your students, especially the ELs, can contribute to the conversation of what do they already know, what is it like, what does it remind them of. So it gives a base of communication and it also allows the students to give you a piece of understanding of where they're at in their learning prior to moving forward. So it lays a foundation for previous knowledge, vocabulary that may be used that you want to kind of reintroduce or reemphasize as, again, a springboard to move forward in their instruction.
1: So I'm concerned about uh, two things. I guess it's a two-part question, one of which is what do teachers need to do in order to create this increased accessibility for all learners, and particularly English learners, and um there's a notebook thing the two of you have been talking about i'm really interested in hearing about as well Uh, veronica did you want to pick that up
0: i wanted to kind of expand a little bit on what paula was saying as well and make the point that one of the things teachers can specifically do is use the opportunity for implementing visuals as a way to do an a formative assessment with students to not only find out what their background knowledge is but to find out what the cultural pieces that they bring that's into great the, that's really into interesting the, into the uh-huh. mix because oftentimes if you give students an opportunity to interpret something that they are given of some kind of visual representation whether it's a chart a graph a histogram a scenario or anything to that matter, then students bring in their own experiences, which is embedded in the culture that they come from. And that is a way to help to celebrate and accept and, and really help students to feel connected to the learning.
1: Well, Absolutely. that's a, a very important level of valuing also to allow a student's cultural reality become a part of this learning experience.
0: Absolutely and additionally the other things that teachers can do is look for how students interact with those visualizations are they at a superficial level what kinds of words are they using are they are they common words are they missing particular types of vocabulary and if so at that point the teacher can have students share what they had. So they might do a pass along where they write on a picture and then they pass it to their neighbor and their, their neighbor can add to it. Mm-hmm. So then they can have a discussion about it. Um, Almost a modified think pair share. Or as a matter of fact, they can also bring in vocabulary that as teachers kind of facilitate and look at what students are writing. If they are seeing that many students are missing particular vocabulary that would be critical for the lesson, they can add that to the board and say, now I'd like for you to Use these words and see where they might fit into the picture that you have. So there's a way to facilitate and bring in that academic vocabulary if they notice that it's not being utilized when students are interpreting the visualizations.
1: Sounds really exciting. And so tell me a little more about this notebook I've been reading about and hearing about. it.
2: Well, it brings back.
1: I should say <laughs> notebooking, I guess. Nope.
2: Well, we call it the interactive student notebook. And it's one of the most powerful tools a teacher can use for students that kind of combines the, the linguistic and visual um, content that occurs during over the course of a, of a year for a particular content area. And basically, you have teacher input and student output. So during the notes and presentation period of a class, The students are recording this information like those academic vocabulary pieces and definitions and processes and and algorithms for their, their content. And the output is kind of their reflective piece on how they are restructuring that information in an organized fashion, though, to make sense to them. So it's, this is the information that's given to me, and this is what I'm making of it. And the teacher's goal in that is to respond to the student. So periodically, they're checking through this notebook to make sure that, one, they have all the pieces in place that they should, but also that they can respond to the students who have maybe written a question or have something a little off point. They have missed the mark by just a little bit. It's a place for the teacher to give that feedback that lets them know, okay, this is how you bring that back to where I'm trying to get you to and the other thing about the notebook is that it increases that visual literacy by the use of foldables and graphic organizers that it's another way of organizing information that's interactive for the student and it, uh, the interactive notebook as, a, as one component of teaching allows the students to keep everything in one place Their homework, their quizzes, their notes, their reflective pieces, their journals are all in one place for instant access. And it's a it's a growing living kind of
1: it sounds very dynamic. So it really sounds like this is an opportunity to engage learners in a very different kind of way. In a much more significant way and a way that also helps to grow their understanding of yes, what yes. is going on. Now, is that a part of the goal?
0: It is absolutely a part of the goal. And, and one of the things to really emphasize is that student interactive notebooks are designed for students to actually engage with the learning It is not simply a place for them to store Mm -hmm. their information. That's what
1: I was talking about. And it it has to become,
0: so that's what makes it dynamic. And dynamic not because they copy things off of the board, but rather they engage with their peers, which happens to be one of the techniques in the strategy that we mentioned. If you scaffold it, then you give students opportunities to engage in academic conversations, which is a linguistic, very specific linguistic opportunity to build on the knowledge and then record it in your notebook so that you have evidence of that and then you have a writing output which helps your English language learners in terms of building not only their academic language but their
2: social language because they're engaging with their peers
1: this really sounds fascinating yes Paula you were about to To, add
2: to add to that we it's something that we've been discussing a lot lately is intentional student interaction and as part of that interactive component of the notebooks when students are self-reflective and then also are able to share their ideas or thoughts with their peers it gives them a, a wider base for how they justify their thinking because that's something that is critical in higher level problem solving critical thinking involves communicating by justification not just having this wonderful solution or presentation but moreover that they can justify by explanation. Like, it it just kind of ties everything together, their academic vocabulary, their actual process skills, and then that communication with their peers, though, allows them to kind of revise and, and edit themselves rather than just the teacher saying, well, this is correct because, or this needs improvement because, but having that link to their other students, and again, in that social register sometimes that leads into the academic register, really helps for them to kind of clarify their own thinking.
1: It really sounds exciting. We're talking about critical thinking, scientific inquiry, understanding at deeper levels, at higher levels, in order to uh, advance uh, one's own learning and controlling that. Through the use of these tools and the support of the teacher that is really exciting stuff i can imagine it really grabs learners in the classroom and moves them to another level we're quickly running out of time but if there were one or two things you would hope that the listener would keep in mind around the visual interpretation in science and and critical thinking in math and the use of the notebooking strategies what would those one or two things be
0: I think one of the most important things that the listener can really uh, take away is the idea that, that visuals are really a platform for learning beyond the expectation that we might have traditionally had in the classroom with just written text because it provides that platform for conversation, it provides that platform for reflection, it provides that platform for recording thoughts and ideas and learnings and learning the knowledge, new knowledge and prior knowledge in the notebooks and it is a basis for expanding and and really scaffolding the instruction so that teachers can take them to that critical level and and asking and include scenarios if they needed to what would you do with this Um, so that's really a takeaway I would like to emphasize. And Paula in closing?
2: I would probably say the the key word of interactive that all of these components come together on a consistent basis to encourage higher level thinking Critical problem solving, and a new sense of their under their own understanding with com, through communication of these thoughts and and uh, learning scenarios.
1: So Paula Johnson and Veronica Betancourt, I can't thank you enough once again for having this chance to sit down with you and um, talk about math and science and now this new or this different aspect of these uh, core content areas. We have to get together again and continue this conversation because I think there is much that our audience, our teachers, and administrators can gain from deeper and deeper looks into both of these critical areas of STEM that we are so much concerned about as an equity assistance center. Thank you both for being with us, and take care of yourselves. Thank
0: Thank you, you as always, for having us. Thank you for listening to IDRA Class Notes. For more information on IDRA and other Class Notes topics, go to www.idra.org. You can also send us your thoughts by email to podcast at idra.org.